0: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He's the sultan of salary.
1: Money, please.
0: Our very own sports financial guru. When athletes get paid, he's our go-to guy.
1: I know he's taking rich.
0: He's Mike Gianetti from SpotRack.com. Bench favorite. baby. Mike Janetti, our go-to sports financial expert, the best in the business. You can find his work over at SpotTrack.com and check out the SpotTrack podcast weekly. Mike and I drop an episode together every Thursday afternoon. Mike, thank you for saving us from this ridiculous conversation about <laughs> the face of the league has to be a married man in the NBA. They'll just throw anything against the wall in uh, on, on first take. But this feels like the calm before the storm, Mike. NFL free agency right around the corner. Not a ton going on at the moment. Is it the same in your world? Are you sort of preparing for the madness that is to come?
1: Yes, that's exactly it. Uh, 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 kind of a, a combination of the final hurrah of Major League Baseball's free agency, which still has about a dozen names to go here, and, and of course... Uh, we're starting to see some trickling in and re- releases and restructures and things like that, but it's gonna come quickly in yeah, ten to ten to twelve days. So yeah, we're we're compiling for what's to come and I think it might be a nice little uh, run of NFL off season work here too.
0: So I wanna use this seven minutes that I've got with you to use this as like an NFL free agency primer. Legal tampering is is gonna start uh in just a couple of weeks. So we're gonna start with the dates here teams have from now until March 5th to utilize the franchise tag. Will we see teams use that right away? Because I haven't seen anything that has come down the news wire yet today. Are, are 99% of these teams just going to wait and keep this in their back pocket until the final minute?
1: Yeah, unfortunately it's kind of like a trade deadline where the, uh, you run this thing right up to the end and, and and figure out exactly where the numbers go back and forth, and maybe even a couple of wink-wink, we didn't really make that phone call trade request to see where things land because there may be one or two tag-and-trade candidates on this list this time around. So uh, it's going to run up pretty close. You'll have a couple of no-brainers. I, I think Tampa Bay is going to slap that tag on Winfield pretty quickly uh, just because they know where this is headed and they actually get some value out of that one. But, yeah, for the most part, Brandon, this is going to be a numbers game back and forth for the next 10 days or so.
0: So you think uh, Antoine Winfield is definitely the buck that gets it? I know that Mike Evans, he's entering free agency as well. There's no ch- there's no chance they decide to use it on him?
1: I don't think so. It's a not, trad- not a traditional number for him. It's going to come in at over $28 million because of what he earned last season. So I, I just think that's way too rich uh, for a player of his age where, you know, if you want to get serious with him, you get serious from a multi-year guarantee standpoint or you let somebody else go out price him and go from there. It seems like it's Winfield's tag to lose out there. So March 11th is the
0: legal tampering period. What exactly does that mean?
1: <laughs> I get asked this so much. Uh, and I, I love to frame it this way because this is how the league actually, you know, names this whole process. Basically, it's it's what we're talking about. It's agents. Players, to some degree, get to go out there and talk to other teams and kind of understand where they are. And the the real benefit of it, and this is the only real logical solution I can come to, uh, and I've been told this as much from NFL executives as well, is they want to give the the, the losing teams one final chance to match. That's really what this is. It's, It's the agents able to go out there and do all the dirty work for 48 hours, and uh, and we want to give that team one more chance to come in with a higher number or at least a matching number so that these guys can be retained with their current teams as much as possible. I appreciate it for that. Uh, I don't know what else happens you know, behind the scenes. I'm sure this stuff is happening right now, let's be frank, but at least there's a 48-hour window sort of like with the NBA where all the uh, all the work gets done, and then Adam Schefter has 7,000 tweets on March 13th to let us all know what went down.
0: It does feel like we could come up with a better name for it, but I guess that does tell the story.
1: Yeah, I love the
0: irony. I love it. Talking to Mike Tanetti from spottrack.com. And that typically is when we find out the first wave of signings, right? Where you get those conversations. And some of these, like you said, some of these conversations have already been happening. So once that legal tampering period opens up, is when we start to get the news of, okay, this guy is probably heading there, but they just can't sign on the dotted line for a few days after the fact.
1: Yeah, what we really start to hear then more than anything is the the trade stuff because it can't become official until that 4 p.m march 13th but you float a, a trade that could be going down out there as sort of like a negotiation tactic right because maybe now if everybody knows that guy's available you get an even better offer from another team in that 48 hour window and then you can really do some dirty work business so uh more than anything that's what we see seeing that time over, the, over that two-day span Uh, I'm just bummed, and I kind of said this in an article recently, I'm bummed that we already know about Russell Wilson because that thing dropping March 11th or March 12th would have been just a gigantic bomb on the NFL world.
0: So uh, T. Higgins is going to be an interesting one. The Bengals probably need to be judicious in how they allocate their cap, but losing him would be a big blow to the offense. Do you get the sense that he's going to get tagged?
1: Yeah, I think he plays on it. I think they're going to make him play in that $21 million and, uh and not do much about it. They've done this with Jesse Bates in the past. Uh, I think they can free up enough space to operate on that number for the full 2024 season, and then it's about how much do we have to pay Jamar Chase. So uh, It seems like they're, there's going to be a little gamesmanship there. He's not going to be happy about it, but I'm not sure he's got the health resume to really back it up right now. So I think it's one and done for uh, Higgins in Cincinnati.
0: Christian Wilkins with the Dolphins. You've got Josh Allen of the Jags, not the one up in Buffalo, with you. Are those basically foregone conclusions that those are going to be the tag candidates for the Dolphins and the Jaguars?
1: Yeah, no-brainers. It's going to be tough to lock those guys in with the current situation of their rosters, and uh, both of them needing to pay a quarterback probably in the next couple of months. So uh, no-brainers. You want to keep them around for one more season and at least use your leverage in that regard. But uh, we'll see if they uh, put up a fight because generally there's, those are the situations that run into July 14th with a, a ton of problems behind it.
0: So Justin Fields isn't a free agent, but it does feel like he's his name is top of mind for anybody talking NFL right now because of the Bears' positioning in the draft. Is it fair to say that Justin Fields and Kirk Cousins are easily the top two targets of teams out there that want to upgrade at quarterback but don't want to dip into the draft pool?
1: Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, you know, I, it really drops off after that, and, you know, Garoppolo might have been third, and I don't think he's third anymore. right? It's probably Gardner Minshew at this point in time, maybe even Sam Howell as a trade acquisition from Washington. So it really does drop off a cliff at that point, Uh, and we'll see how long Minnesota holds out on on re-signing Kirk Cousins. I I do think that's inevitable as well.
0: Mike Tonetti, sports financial analyst, the best in the game. You can find his work over at SpotTrack.com on Twitter at s-p-o-t-r-a-c and make sure you download that spot track podcast as well mike and i drop an episode together every thursday afternoon thanks so much mike i uh enjoyed the chat we've got a lot of big time news to get to over the next couple weeks man thank you more in the zone coming at you right after this
1: with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere
0: dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom